You're live and locked into the official Juno Download podcast with host Cup Kobe, exploring dance music from top to bottom, bringing you fresh content direct to your headphones. You get it and it seems you always bring the rain. The water gives me life, it seems to numb my heart away. It's paradise, just you and I, and stormy I guess I'd say it's closing in It starts so high and takes my heartbeat away It's in your eyes, this paradise And stormy skies So bring on that bad weather Welcome back once again to the Juno Download Podcast, hosted by myself, Kovu. This is a very special podcast indeed, as we are going to be talking to a label that I've got a lot of time for as a Brighton resident myself and someone who tries to keep up to date with as much music on the South Coast as possible. This is a label that have really kind of set the way for a lot of things that do go on in Brighton. We are talking today to Rob from True Thoughts. It's an absolute pleasure, sir. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm I'm fantastic, mate. To be honest, good. all the better for having you on the line. I'm really excited to get into our conversation today um, because obviously you've played quite a pivotal role in things that have been going on over at True Thoughts over the years. Um, do you want to kind of run through your sort of roles within the label, firstly? Yeah, I, I mean, I get... I, I, I co-own the label with Paul and I'm the A&R, so really the... the biggest part of what I do is sort of signing the artists and just making sure, you know, we, we've got the balance right between the artists, um, what they're trying to do creatively, and also balance that right between what goes in behind the scenes in the industry, in the music, marketing, and business side of everything as well, and just get that balance right, really. But I suppose the main part for me is I'm signing the majority of the artists on the label, you know, that, that we release. So, Amazing, yeah. man. Amazing. I mean, this is this is the thing that's always stood out to me with True Thoughts, is that the, the labelling general has such a, an incredibly wide range of sort of sounds and styles that you cover and obviously you being the sort of A&R from, from that sort of direction um, how do you you've mentioned balance a lot there like how do you make sure that you are covering so many different sounds is there a sort of thing you naturally look for in tunes when they come to you or how does that process work for you 
I mean, for me, often it's quite natural. I think that the more sort of logical process on the label is we've got to be certain we've got a variety of music. So we're always keeping an eye out to making sure, you know, if we've got a few soul artists going on at one moment and, or you know, and only one grime act and then we get, you know, a grime demo, then we'll be like, OK, look, we've got some space for that. I think it, the, the real balance comes from just making sure we've got all of that little variety. My... my I think obviously a lot of indie labels that are run by people like me it's, it's it's our personal taste that is there that is then reflected in various ways um, so yeah it, the, the balance comes from just making sure we've got a good variety of music I think that's important from the label I think we, we, in the early years we had um, you know distributors or in a marketing sense people say it's really confusing what the label's about but we, we never sort of really got with that we were just like it's, it's eclectic I think my background in DJing I've always played quite eclectic to get my DJ nights I've always known there's you know people's ears are more open I think nowadays with um, you know sort of streaming services and access to music um, you know being a lot more I think the tribes are less you know there'll, there'll be somebody who might you know be a massive indie fan but they will listen to some grime or they'll listen to some dance music or some soul music so I think that's helped a lot nowadays as well to just help us keep that balance and I think as a label hopefully because we've been going so long people sort of understand that what we're trying to do is what sign the best music we think within that genre so although you know if you've got a grime release some people may not like grime or they may not like soul and may not maybe some of the more heavier dance stuff that we do they'll sort you know they, they, they'll ignore it they won't stop listening to music on the label and check further releases i suppose that's our setup really just yeah trust the artist it's still our philosophy a hundred percent. And I think this is, this is the thing that's so kind of cool about the label. I love, from like a fan perspective, the fact that there is such a kind of conveyor belt of different things, you know? It's almost, it's almost like going to a, a, a very sort of out there sushi bar a lot of the time because there's different <laughs> things coming along as you're trying different flavors. And it's such an interesting thing to kind of take in from a kind of fan's perspective. One thing, obviously with you being in that sort of A&R position, is there something kind of within a tune that will always stand out to you as something that makes you want to sign it? Or is it literally very much up in the air, depending on what you're feeling at the time? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I suppose there's an element of what is going on at the time as well. But I think, I, I don't know, I tend to think most of the artists that we end up signing, there's there's always a little spark of originality that's going on. When I get the demo, there's something like, oh, this is a little bit different to like a lot of the other things that I've heard of. There's, there's, there's sometimes, I mean, I don't know what it is, but I think sometimes those artists have this little spark which you can't always pick up on but that's what we look for often from having a conversation with an artist you you, you know I, I find that you can see if they're really passionate about something I think sometimes what you know depending on genre whatever genre of music might be popular at a certain time you may get people who are just trying to do soundy likeies or oh okay this label did really well I mean uh, when Bonobo really blew up I mean the amount of demos that we got that sat, sounded exactly like Bonobo and it was like well we've got Bonobo we don't really need another project that sounds like that whereas for Quantic he said his music around that time and it was like oh this is really good and it's different to Bonobo but you know at the time they were both connecting a little bit with what they're doing but both had their own you know identities as well so I think that's the other thing I'm looking for that origin originality a bit of spark uniqueness confidence about trying to do something different as well I think that's such a I mean that that very much rings true when you then go and look back through the discography and it is such a fantastic thing any sort of um, I'd say student of music more than anything else or student of music production it'd be a really cool thing to kind of sit down and go through that discography and and literally listen to a ton of artists that are really kind of not necessarily just pushing boundaries but pushing what they want to do more than kind of falling into line that's something that does always ring true about the uh, the true thoughts discography and i think very much rings true of the first track we got into today obviously anushka um very much involved with the label um with releases and that one goes by the name of bad weather um how did that relationship first come together well, I've known Max, who's the producer there. We did a, um, we had a sort of sub-label called Zebra Traffic where we did lots of UK hip-hop, and he was involved in a group called The Dirty Diggers where there were two, there were both producers and both um, MCs on the mic, rappers on the mic as well. So I knew him from then. He, he, he started switching a little while ago and then did the Anushka project, which ended up coming up on, out on Jazz Peterson's Brownswood label. I mean, we were very interested in that at the time, and we really liked it. And then um, they, they signed to uh, Brownswood. But then 
we've always, I've always been in touch with him and then when this album came through he sent it through to us so I said look I, I still like what you do I'm into it and yeah we just yeah did, did the deal and got it out there really so, amazing yeah. amazing and yeah. this this is this is the thing I think um, something I've always really liked about the label as I was saying earlier as a, as a Brighton resident myself and someone who tries to stay up to date with what's going on in Brighton um, do you feel that's something that is quite kind of central to the label that idea of working with local artists if they are on the level yeah, I mean, we try as much as possible. I mean, even just from a practical point of view, it's nice to have artists that you can, you know, literally call up and, you know, catch up with in person as well. I know, you know, Zoom and technology and all of that has made made it made, made it easier to, for the world to be smaller. I think we've, we had a gap a little while ago for a few years where there weren't too many sort of Brighton-based artists. We had, you know, at the peak of the Labour around 2004, you know, Quantic was down here, Nostalgia 77, TM Duke, Alice. It was like quite full-on and natural self, like a, a big challenge of our roster actually lived in Brighton but we had people like Lars from the Bamboos and I, I, yeah it's nice I like to represent Brighton as well look I, I've been living down here for a long time and you know I, I want to rep Brighton as much as possible but I, as much as that I do I'm very much look we want to represent the world I like having a variety of artists from across the world on our on our label I think that's important as well for, for what we do 100% yeah. I think it and I think it really those two sort of things they're obviously having the local edge but then having the sort of wider eye looking into a more sort of global um, sort of music scenario, which is very much the way a lot of sort of musical systems are heading at the moment. It's definitely um, yeah. definitely leads to having a really cool eclectic selection within the catalogue. And we're going to jump into another tune next. Um, this one comes from an artist called uh, Sob Modu, and it is obviously the centre edit of Expensive Shit. So talk to me about this tune, because this one's really, really cool. Yeah, this is great. Again, this is another one of those things. He, he sent me the demo um, a little while ago where he did some tunes. He did, and then um, he did. A, there were a couple of covers of Fela Kuti on there done in this electronic style. And then he did a couple of other original pieces. Um, we put that EP out and we had some great support. People like Giles Peterson, Ross Allen, uh, Virgil Abloh. And, you know, it was it, it just was really well received. And I said to him, oh, look, do you want to do an album? And he came and said to me, look, I really like this sort of Afrobeat stuff but I just want to do a, quite an eclectic album. And I was like, yeah, we, we're fine, just do that. So the album he's done is almost electronic and jazz, but yeah, it rep the, the album represents sort of electronic and jazz styles, um, but um, a few sort of club records as well. And I think it highlights what we do as a label, as much as the first release that we did with Submodu, uh, you know, had that Afrobeat electronic sort of fusion going on and he wanted to do sort of a more experimental jazz parts of the album. I think that's what we like to do is we never force artists to, Look, this release has worked well, so do the same exactly from now, you know, for the next year or so. So it's just following that artist's journey, and that's what we've liked about uh, this, this release and this album and this track. Amazing. Well, we're going to jump into this one now then, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes to talk more about the sort of adaptation of the label over the years and, of course, looking more to the future. Keep it locked and don't go anywhere, people. It's the Juno Download Podcast. Bringing you the freshest music and content. The Juno Download Show. We'll be right back. 
we are back inside the building once again for the Juno Download Podcast. As I said before, we have a very special guest on the phone today. Rob from True Thoughts joins us as we continue to look for a bit of the label's history and the way the label operates. And something I really want to dive into next, um, as I'm sure a lot of people who are listening in will want to find out, is kind of, obviously with yourselves, you've been quite a, a... a kind of fundamental label down here on the South Coast to kind of pushing new sounds and kind of moving with the time, staying relevant over that sort of period of the last um, however many years it's now been. When we look through that with yourselves, like what would you say the main change that you've noticed in the way you push music now is? Um, it's funny, in a way, we still do what we did initially in the first year, year because really, we, it's just about, I think we've always felt engaged with people. It's great to engage with sort of more name people or tastemakers, and it's brilliant. You know, we love it if someone well-known who we love and respect plays our music. But I think because the, before the label, I was running club nights in Brighton. I had that understanding that although I wasn't famous or well-known, I had a club night uh, that I used to do every Wednesday. We'd have a couple of hundred people come every week without fail. And then I used to do a month, monthly on Saturday. We'd have three or four hundred people there. And I was playing music and, you know, sort of breaking music and songs were becoming anthems at our night. And I, I think I've always known that regional support is really important as well. And so I think in a way, what what... The formats have changed. Like you know, before you'd have to, you know, you press up vinyl. I mean, I, I laugh about the days where we used to, we used to probe out at some points two hundred, you know, vinyl copies of a release or two hundred and fifty vinyl copies, and it would be so expensive to post. Whereas nowadays, obviously, you, you know, with digital, you can send digital promos. It costs less to do that. Probably the biggest thing that's changed in the years is, um, I guess, there was a barrier to entry in the sense that in a lot of ways you had to do physical product, vinyl or CDs with the age of the digital format it's a bit cheaper to promote but obviously the con of that is where there's so much music every week that's being released and promoted and sent out so it can be a little bit harder for you know particularly if you're a newer artist or a newer label to get people to pay attention but I think you know the music industry has always been like that so for us we, we always see it as a challenge you know if we sign a brand new artist you know someone like Ree who had no social media presence and never released a record before we're still not afraid about doing that and I think it's just about getting music out there and we've almost still got that sort of uh, way that we think if if the music is good just sign it and it you know it's down to just see that how hard does the artist work do people like the music in general so not not too much has changed technology's helped it a little bit but um it's still the same you're shouting at people pay attention to this song it's great pay attention to this song it's great so that hasn't changed i don't think ever so 100 no that's that's still very much the heart of everything that seems to go on and obviously over the years people have developed sort of different ways of doing this the the word we always hear these days is algorithm and beating the algorithm and this seems to be quite a repetitive thing we're hearing time and time again um and one question sort of alongside that that I'd really be keen to ask is obviously we often hear about the sort of negatives, I suppose, of the the sort of music industry changing. It's now a case of everyone has access, but that now makes things a lot more difficult. As you said, there's so many releases every week. What would be sort of the thing that you've noticed that has helped um, the music industry from your sort of perspective of releasing music the most? What would you say the thing that stands out as a thing of you going, I'm so happy that happened because that's made our lives so much easier? Look, the technology of the the, the the barrier to entry, I think, was a really big thing. I think the ability to, that, mo, you, you know, technology of the fact that a lot of people can get software and make a record, like literally make that record in their bedroom, and you can sample something without ha- having to buy a two thousand pound sampler and all of that. So I think, as, particularly for indie labels and indie artists, I think that's probably the best thing. That creative process means that there's a, quite a bit more of a level playing field that your ideas need to be good and you don't need to be like a, you know I'm not great on technology but I'm, I've used logic before and can understand how to use that and I think all of those things that have made it more user friendly that part of technology is great and again for someone like um, you know I, I used to know a lot to buy, you know to buy um, music and I know people talk about algorithm and I'm a bit cynical about algorithm but I think the one thing that I like about Juno whenever I put something in my basket in Juno it flags up what other people have bought who've bought that, that tune and I think there's a real difference when you're buying, physically paying for money and saying, I'm putting this in my basket to pay money for it, rather than maybe passively stream it. I think there's a different mindset to the people because I know I find out lots of... uh, I end up buying a lot of other music that I knew nothing about on Juno because I've seen probably another DJ who's got a similar taste in music has bought something 
probably quite obscure on Juno, but then it brings up another obscure, obscure thing. So those type of things, I think, are really brilliant for this fact that, you know, I bought records from people I've never, ever heard of, then got in touch with them or said, oh, I'm playing your record on the main list, made connections with people. And that, you know, can happen almost quite naturally. And I think that's a brilliant way that, you know, is that ability to connect that's rather a bit more natural than just an algorithm, I think, as well. So I, I like that side of things. Yeah, that definitely. No, I, I agree. That, that sort of... Um, I'm trying to think it, it, kind of to an extent a level of inclusivity and accessibility definitely is something that does yes. stick out as um, making making the game as you say a more level playing field definitely agree with you on that one I mean kind of looking through this we've kind of gone for a massive period of adaptation over the last sort of two years or so coming up to at this point um, kind of with that with True Thoughts did you kind of notice or obviously uh, kind of push forward with any sort of things in a different kind of way due to sort of lockdowns being in place and obviously no club nights being available like what was the thing you sort of changed the most to stay up to date with what was going on yeah I mean I, I, I have to say in a way what we made a decision quite early on is look I, I think we we felt early on look this is going to happen for a little while we can either you know pause our release schedule or we just carry on putting our music so in a way I think what what one of the things that we noticed because of lockdown, at least for us as an indie label and possibly being a little bit more established, we found more people were actually reacting to our music, the new music we were releasing, paying attention to what's going on. And we were actually getting significantly more support from the from the side of, you know, sort of that PR radio, DJ, press support um, and general support for new releases and new artists compared to what we were, um, what we might have expected without lockdown. But that's partly obviously because people had more time to search for music and and do that and that was a really interesting thing i think the biggest thing it has been very hard for artists like say someone like wheel up i mean that's one of the things i had i was saying to him during lockdown is like look normally when an artist gets this type of support you'll be getting you know two three four gigs a month quite easily and you know you've just got to bear with it because i think for a lot of artists they rely on gig income um to as well as help them financially it helps promote the music you know you know a, a club hearing a record out and everybody cheering to it does make people think, well, I need to buy that record. That's really good. So, you know, that was the bit that we lost. But I think from our side as a label, because we do a lot of our promotion and PR in-house, nothing too too much drastically changed. We almost carried on doing what we're doing and almost had more reactions going on, I suppose, was the change for us. Interesting. I mean, that is really interesting, kind of looking at it from that perspective of, I suppose, that people have more time. People have more time to take in music and therefore people are seeing more of it. It's such a, an interesting kind of, um, I, I, I suppose, kind of tundra of different sort of scenarios that people found themselves in. And it is really interesting to talk to, as I said, someone as established um, as yourself as a label um, to sort of see how that affected things going forward. Um, we are going to move forward next then um, and jump into another tune that comes from an artist called Melonix. And this one goes by the name Energy. This is the last of our selections today. So talk to me about this tune. Yeah, so Melanix are uh, um, signing. They're a duo from Nottingham. They're produced by Joe Buddha, who we've worked with um, quite a bit on True Thoughts. And um, I saw them perform at We Out Here Festival, I think the first one, and uh, they were really good. And then sort of approached them, asked them if they've got any music. And then, yeah, we signed them and we've had great feedback for for them. It's been one of those almost quite natural. It's happened very natural, um, the support for them. So, yeah, we, 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 uh, yeah, we're looking forward to hopefully more music from them as well. Fantastic stuff. Well, we're going to jump into this one next and we'll be back in a few minutes to talk about the future of the label and, of course, introduce today's very special guest mix. So keep it locked and don't go anywhere, people. It's the Juno Download Podcast. Bringing you the freshest music and content with the Juno Download Podcast.
the building once again this is the juno download podcast hosted by myself kovu and we have a very special guest joining us today rob from true thoughts is joining us on the line we've been getting some very insightful information about how the label works and obviously adapting to different periods of time and the general progression of the music industry as it moves forward um what we want to talk about next is very much on that sort of moving forward theme i want to talk about the future and with everything kind of opening up again um how are things looking at your end in regards to sort of releases and and potential showcases and things like that how are things looking at true thoughts for the future yeah it's really good i mean i, I think particularly in the uk with clubs opening up and the artists gigging out well i think we, we, we can definitely see a, a good vibe going on within the label and within the artists and they're able to get out there a bit more so we're feeling really positive i think we just you know with, with us we're just carrying on we've got some nice mixture of new music to come from some of the established artists as well as some new artists so yeah for us we're feeling very positive how how, how everything is out there at the moment yeah awesome well i'm looking i'm looking forward to seeing how things kind of develop as they move forward um in regards to sort of uh, a direction you're kind of looking are there sort of any new areas you'd see yourself kind of maybe perusing into or are you kind of sticking with the kind of group of artists you're already working with at the moment look i mean we've always got gaps within our schedule all the time that we're you know always searching for new music i think pretty much a year you know a year doesn't go past but you know without us signing somebody new signing a new artist and I think part of our remit as an indie label is to give opportunities to people. I think the balance on the label, as we've got more established, I think that's what I've realised. We've got to give opportunities to new artists, you know, people who are starting their career, people that are there. And I think that's part of the process for indie labels to do. I think we've got you know we, we definitely have those opportunities that we could potentially be a label that we're only signing slightly more established artists and people with a history already but I think part of the enjoyment I get is I, th- I love working with new artists and working with um, developing them and I think for me personally I also get a really great energy from someone who's really new really hungry excited about the music industry and that just that's a re- really great reminder for me to be like oh yeah that's that reminder of what I was like when I first started True Thoughts where you're hungry you're excited you're not sure what's going to happen and I think that's part of the sort of process that I you know I think keeps the label going keeps us excited within the label as well so I like that balance new artists alongside established artists has always been our thing and we you know we want to continue to do that without a doubt fantastic stuff well we are um, moving towards the end of this and I've got to say I could sit and talk to you for hours it's so interesting hearing through uh, kind of all the, the sort of processes and the way things kind of go with True Thoughts and obviously yourself as well um, we have got one more treat in store though to round 
off the show in style. Uh, we're going to be getting into a very special guest mix from Wheel Up. So talk to me about Wheel Up, um, both sort of sound-wise and what you think we can expect from this mix. Yeah, I mean, Wheel Up, is, he's, he's a brilliant artist. He's, he's sort of originally did drum and bass under the name Wheeler but he had his studio in um, where a lot of the Broken Beat guys he's always been into that music so he, he sent some music to me initially about doing an EP and then we said oh what about doing an album we ended up doing I think three EPs and did his album and he's a really good uh, uh, what I like about him he's quite proactive about what he wants to do and working with unique people and unique artists and maybe you know I, I, I love Broken Beat originally but I feel he's like a new generation that's taken on what's gone on before but it's adding his own style um, to what has gone on with our Broken Beat Bruck sound but we're very respectful to the people who pioneered that as well so yeah it's going to be a good one oh. awesome man well we're going to jump into this to round off as I said it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the, on the on the show today thanks for joining us brilliant I really enjoyed it thank you each and every time so we're going to jump into our guest mix and that will round off today's Juno Download podcast thank you for joining us each and every time and that's it from us we'll see you all next time peace bringing you the freshest music and content with the Juno Download Podcast.
Broad white buses like all my shoes Back in the days like when we used to hoop At the black top over by Smith Middle School Back then I just skinned a little dude Crazy how much a nigga really didn't grew Even more so how the city did too Try to keep his box in so we sticking in move Gotta pick and choose what you giving it to Who and where you get your energy to Two men to scared for the living ain't truth I'm here to tell it Begin with your views of yourself Cause your mental wealth is worth much more than a dollar It ain't black and white like refs It take baby steps but it's all about progress And no way no cheat in the process Just gotta trust in due time and Plus work that you put in over them hours But cafe is always different without it Mama please pray for me because these days I be out of my element I can't be still but still I'm grateful for love And I hate to life and I just see Jesus please take the will
you. I realize that some of you don't show enough respect. Oh, what's up with you? I'm a good man.
Juno Download Show. Download Show.